This is Tell Me More About It with Jess and Brian, the podcast created to help ISU school psych students navigate the program. Today, we'd like to tell you more about Psycho-Ed. Um, so you know what I've, I've noticed just in Zoom, Zoom stuff, which I really don't like. I've decided I really don't like Zoom in, in general. Um, face-to-face is so much better. Yeah, this is the best. Like one-on-one Zoom is much better than like a group of people. Oh, uh, yeah. I hate, yeah. like as more people come up, I hate it. What I've learned about myself is I talk with my hands a lot. Because <laughs> you can see yourself talking. <laughs> right, because I have to watch me. <laughs> And I do, yeah, I'm doing this all the time. And I yeah. keep, oh, so stop talking with your hands. Stop doing it. Do I do it in real life too? I think so, yeah. Am I, I, I talk with my hands a lot? Yeah, I, I think, I yeah. Yeah, because I will watch, you know, in these meetings, we have a bunch of people, rows of people. And so I'll watch, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch them. And, and like a don't... lot of them are just like hands. Mm-hmm. Like they just talk. They don't move their head. I will say, though, like, I feel like I might move my hands more in person than I do over Zoom. Hmm. Yeah, you're a hands mover. Also, you can't see my hands. So, like, I could be moving my hands like this. (laughs) Okay, but they're like, uh, yeah, because of the way it's it's shooting up at you. Yeah. In mine's level. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say that you, uh, of our cohort, well including me now, but you are like the biggest one with like using your hands. Yeah. You use your hands to talk a lot. But I think you do it too. You just have never noticed. So yeah, I think the two of us are probably the people who talk with their hands the most. Can you think of anybody else in our cohort that uses their hands? Not as much as we do. Like Um, I think about Steph, but I think she uses her like voice, vocal, uh, just one finger, usually. <laughs> fair, fair. Anybody in the program who's a big gesture? Megan. Oh, Megan, yep. That's who I was thinking of. Megan mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. She talks to her hands a lot. It's a little annoying, isn't it? <laughs> I, I mean, I can't say it's annoying because I do the same thing, right? Right, right. But there are many times when I want to tell her just to just to not stop it out. with the hands. Stop with the hands, right? That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this podcast is going to be hard to listen to because they can't see our hands. Yeah, they're going to be wondering. <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of uh, this, which is um, like it's kind of a, a chop motion, like a short chop motion. You do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't mean for it to be aggressive, but it does. It it kind of comes off when I look at it. I do pointing. I do this. You do, yep, yep. And then the other motion that I've noticed is, is, <laughs> is this, and I can't really describe it. Uh, it's like, like I'm picking showing an, apple. an inch or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So showing like a an amount of, like a measurement of some kind. Yep. And I'll and I'll like try to talk through something by saying this part and this part, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely do that. You gave a, you do that with your clients too. With my clients? Oh. This big? <laughs> this big? 
or this big. That's right. Yeah, you guys got a kick out of that. Yeah, still remember that to this day. Okay, so today uh, we'd like to talk about psychoed. Psychoed. Um, Psychoeducational so, practicum. Psychoeducational assessment and intervention practicum. Oh, or yeah. I actually don't know the full title. P A I S. Psychoeducational assessment and intervention services. services. That's okay. yeah. That's just a. Uh, uh, cl- a clinic within our clinic, a service within our clinic, because mm-hmm. we also do like MDC and Case. cases through. Ooh, okay, so maybe we should explain the the clinic situation. Okay, yeah, let's start over. <laughs> okay, you know that noise that yeah. like they make on like Nickelodeon or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. When they like rewind it to go back, mm-hmm. or yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing. That sounds like a turkey. Kind <laughs> of looks like it. My hand gesture looks like. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, psychoeducation is is a practicum experience um, that, well, these days every second year student starts. But you know what? When I was a specialist, things were different, and specialist students took psychoed second year, and doc students took it the third year. Mm-hmm. But that's no longer the case. We're getting old. Yeah. Well, you're already old, but yeah. I'm getting old. Some of us have been there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so yeah, so like this coming year, as it has been for one or two years now. Um, all the second years will go into psychoed together. And so that's one of your big practicum experiences. Yeah. So everyone is in psychoed all year. Right. So it spans the whole year. And then you could, so there are two major rotations, right? Can you name them? RTI, mm-hmm. response to intervention. Yeah. And I just call it the clinic. Yep. I think you find out sometime in summer what you begin with, right? Yeah, it was like beginning of August. Okay. So half of the incoming class will be in RTI and half of the class will be in the clinic. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's start with RTI. RTI is response to intervention. So you go to a school for one day a week Mm -hmm. um, and just do, everyone does different things. So I did like academic intervention cases, behavioral intervention cases, and some academic assessment. Yeah. Um, what did you do? So we did, we did a fair amount of intervention, um, okay. academic. I did some math, some like early reading stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But so I was assigned to Mount Pulaski, which is uh, serviced by Tri-County Special Education. Um, but essentially, you'll be assigned a school, usually out of town, and then like you said, you'll go there one day a week and it will be kind of similar to your first year practicum, except you'll be there all day and you'll be doing whatever the supervisor wants you to do, essentially, right? Yeah, you have more autonomy on RTI for sure. Yeah. So you and I both went to Tri-County the same semester, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And our supervisors were coworkers. Yep. Okay. And I currently have your RTS. Yeah. That's true. That's weird, right? Yeah. I keep forgetting about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the supervisor, and she, is she still at um, Mount Pulaski? She's at Mount Pulaski, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that it's hard to get into the details of RTI because a lot of it's going to depend on where you end up. But you can essentially expect to like go to a school one day a week and um, and work with that supervisor. Yeah, I think a lot of people really enjoy this experience because it's your first. I mean, you have your first year field experience, but you really get to know um, the schools you're at during RTI. I I think. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I felt a lot more involved, of course, getting to do interventions. And I did some consultation with teachers, actually quite a bit now that I remember, talking yeah. about like behavioral, how to address behavioral concerns in the classroom. And that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think overall people really, really like RTI, especially if you're a second year specialist because um, you plan to go into the schools. So yeah. this is where you get the bulk of that experience. Right. And if you don't like it, then you may want to think about what switching to the doc program. Oh, we should do an episode about switching to the doc program. We should. Yeah. Okay, we'll leave that. Stay right, tuned. Well, stay. Do, do, do. <laughs> wow, we've got a lot of good sound effects from you today. I'm on it today. Yeah, it's good. I can't use my hand gestures, so I have to use sound effects. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, call me stuff. We can't see. <laughs> oh, wait, everyone already okay. does anyways. Right, right, that's very common um okay Um, also on rti yeah rti rotation you also have aces Mm -hmm. and that's academic intervention consultation services through the psc right so even though you're an rti and you call the other rotation clinic if you are on rti you will still see one case in the psc Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it's, it's specifically academic intervention. So mm-hmm. like my case that year was a, a reading case. It was a fourth grader who needed some help with um, actually just like letter sounds and blending and uh, getting, trying to build fluency because, you know, he was in fourth grade and it was something that it was really important at that age. So, um, so how many sessions? What does this look like? It's eight weeks, two sessions a week. So your schedule for the semester that you're assigned to RTI will be one day a week in the school. And then you'll see a client two days a week for like 50 minutes doing intervention at the clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the big thing. People always wonder like, what is it? What is my schedule going to look like? Yeah. I think the general consensus in our cohort was that the RTI, you had more, uh, I guess it was like, quote unquote, easier, so to speak. Hmm. It wasn't as demanding. Yeah. 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 So what was your, um, your ACEs case? What did you, what did you look into? My ACEs case was reading and writing. Oh, um, yours was the writing case, right? And spelling. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of all over the place. Yeah. It It was a tough case for me. I actually think about it a lot. I talked about it on internship interviews. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you spend a little bit of time assessing 
what the what the need is. Mine was very much it's it's reading. Let's focus on that. But yours was a little more complicated. You had mm-hmm. some other things. Yeah, there was a lot of conversations with the teachers, conversations with past clinicians in the program who had mm-hmm. um, this student in the past. So yeah, I spent a lot of time doing that assessment piece. I will say, but RTI was really fun. Or I'm sorry, ACES was really fun. I really liked ACES, yeah. Um, and in the end, you just write up a report, right? Mm-hmm. But there's no parent interpretive. There is, but um, it's just you and the parent. It's not like Gary or okay, yeah, another supervisor who sits with you. It, it's more relaxed than the clinic parent interpretive. Okay, that must be why I'm forgetting it because yeah, it didn't feel as high stakes. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little more casual than, yeah. than the other ones. Um, yeah. yeah. And you see a lot of success in ACEs. I think that's why people really enjoy it. Yes. Yeah, I, I liked it quite a bit because, yeah, I could see the data was showing the gains. Like, he was getting, becoming a better reader. He was really mm-hmm. improving his skills. And I think that was really fulfilling. Okay, I'm going to tell a funny story. Okay. So, I don't remember if it was you, whoever someone had a client in the clinic and I'm pretty sure it was for ACEs and they were using uh, some piece of candy as a reinforcer. And so the candy was sitting on the table in the clinic room (laughs) and a fourth year student, (laughs) I know who it was, but I'm not sure I should say the name of this. Yeah. Kate was walking by and like, she was just like going to the bathroom and she saw a piece of candy on the table. And so she went in and grabbed the piece of candy (laughs) and ate it. And, like, just continued on with her day. And then, <laughs> like, do, was it you? It was me. Yes, I know. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I was so frustrated when I figured out what it was. I, I had Glasses basically... Glasses are coming off. <laughs> because of this, I basically um, started not trusting my client. Because what I did was I put a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup where he sat when he came into the <laughs> office... And by the way, this was actually uh, psychosocial and not psychoed. Oh, okay. So this was like a uh, social-emotional case. But the kid hated coming to counseling. So I would put his favorite candy at his seat, and I had prepared the room, and I was waiting for the parents and the kid to come. And all I know is that I come get him, I bring him into the room, there's no candy. And I think I might have, like, stepped out or something but I can't remember exactly why but I started like blaming him (laughs) not I didn't say it I didn't like accuse him outright but but I for some reason thought like he ate it and like didn't tell me because he asked where it was and I found out weeks later that a fourth year weeks I don't yeah it wasn't right away I found out later that a fourth year had just walked by an open office, seen a Reese's peanut butter cup, and taken it for herself because that seemed like the right thing to do. <laughs> but this isn't, okay. we'll say that. Let's for the reel it back in. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was a reel. <laughs> metal on metal. Um, I just realized that the people who will be listening to this, like, have not experienced our uh, banter as much. So That's true. So, uh, Especially the noises. We tend to make noise, like, 
sound effects. Mm -hmm. So not yeah. just the the hand gestures, but it's oh, a like, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the clinic rotation. Okay. So if you started with RTI in the fall, you will do the clinic rotation in the spring. But half mm -hmm. of the class will start with the clinic. And now there are two sub-rotations within the clinic rotation. You will see two clients maximum. Mm -hmm. Your semester on your rotation is split up into two halves. And one half goes on the MDC rotation. So the multidisciplinary committee. So that's your, let's just say you get assigned to that rotation first within this clinic rotation. Then you get assigned a case that you will take every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. where our meetings to the MDC meeting. Mm -hmm. And this committee is made up of Who's so all there? professionals like speech language mm -hmm. audiology yeah teaching and learning anybody else audiology speech language social work maybe that's it teaching and learning and mm. yeah like some education and so this committee is combined of grad students and professors from like pretty much every discipline that we just named mm -hmm. um so it's you go to this meeting and you're the case manager but you make decisions at, as a committee mm -hmm. um, uh, as to like. So what does what, it mean to be a case manager? You are the one working with the client typically mm -hmm. and interviewing the parents and doing the uh, school based observations. So right. you're kind of like managing what is going to happen with this kid. So you present all of these results that you've gotten and then you'll have other, all the other disciplines like contribute and say, hey, that sounds like maybe we should do a speech language assessment. So yeah, you come and present your findings at the weekly meeting uh, for the MDC. And essentially, so the MDC, you work with this team. The other rotation, which is just called PACE, is it's the same process. You have a client, but you do not meet with a uh, committee. So now we can like describe how you go through a case because it's going to be the same basically with MDC and PACE, right? So they, they laid out whoever your supervisor is and you have group supervision. So they will lay out basically week by week what you're supposed to do. And I think mm -hmm. the first week would be um, you, you have the parent in, right? You have the parent interview. So the parent comes to the clinic, you sit down for a couple hours mm -hmm. and discuss the referral concerns and the family background and uh, yeah. the child's learning issues and all that kind of stuff, right? And then typically you'll go before you meet the kid to the school to observe. Week two, um, yeah. And interview the teacher. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and this is just like, typically what you do sometimes it changes based on like where the kid lives what the concerns are mm -hmm. um what's going on yeah okay but after, after you get the information from the parent and the teacher and the observation mm -hmm. is when you'll start meeting with the kid so typically you'll have three weeks and each week you'll mm -hmm. meet with the kid for three hours at a time yeah so you have three three hour assessment sessions Exactly. Yeah. So it's a lot of time. Um, mm -hmm. And there are times when some cases only take two sessions and there are some yeah. case, cases that take four sessions. 
but I would say that you're most likely to, to need three. Um, but you will then talk with your supervisor and do, you'll basically assess everything. Academics, social, emotional, maybe cognitive functioning, maybe not. Um, mm -hmm. But you'll give out all of the things that you learned about in your first year assessment classes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was like my favorite part of the program. Yeah, this is cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. So, I think this is what convinced me to switch to the doc program just because you do such in-depth assessment and you really, it's like solving a puzzle. Did you switch before me? Yeah. That does remind me. I think you owe me a dollar still. Um, because do you have I, a Venmo? Do you know what that is? Yeah, no, I don't. Um, no. I have a mailbox. That Only a yik yak. I can't Venmo you money over yik yak. <laughs> How could they make yik yak worse? They could like have kids... <laughs> send money instead of liking things like upping or downing yeah. you have to send a dollar yeah oh man um but no i i have a memory of you and i making a bet you said you would not switch to doc i bet you a dollar that you would and then you did and here we are so well i'll pay you that when i graduate with my phd because you know there's still yeah you're right it's still some question here of whether <laughs> right we're not to the finish line yet yeah yeah um oh so you have three assessment sessions and then you will you know determine what assessments to give and it's a lot so this takes time because when you give three hours of assessments you then have to do at least double that scoring those assessments and writing up the results um, because this all goes into report at the end right mm -hmm. you'll you'll gather you'll score your assessments and make nice tables with the data and you'll write up a report and this will take you time but then at the at the end of this you have what is called a parent interpretive mm -hmm. and this is a situation in which you the the parent comes back to the clinic and you sit down with them and your supervisor and explain everything that you found. So where they are, their academic, social, emotional, and behavioral functioning. And then you give recommendations. You come up with ways that they can help address these kind of concerns. Um, I think the parent interpretive really prepared me to like lead and contribute in IEP meetings. I really do think it did. Yeah. At the yeah. time, I was like, wow, this is really anxiety provoking. I'm not sure if it's worth it. But mm -hmm. I think like the in-depthness of everything that we had to go over really helped me and gave me confidence. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people, uh, rightfully so, are anxious about parent interpretives. And I remember um, someone telling me, and I don't remember who, it was probably a faculty member, that like you have to remember you are the best person to be doing this you know more about this kid after assessing them for nine hours than anybody else and I and I have I remember myself like I've tried to tell other people that who are in the practicum to like help mm -hmm. them understand like you may not feel prepared but, but you know this case better than anybody and the parent is very interested to know what you found yeah so. yeah and I what I found too is the parent is just as nervous as you are yeah um, yeah. Those. I mean, you have to, even though they are a parent, you have to give them, you know, a lot of, you know, they know their kid, obviously, you know, they know their kid really well. They don't have the education that we do to find out these very specific um, 
skill deficits, right? Mm -hmm. And so you do have a lot to contribute and that should hopefully put you at ease a bit. Yeah. Plus, I think you write a lot of recommendations and give a lot of recommendations that you leave feeling like, wow, I really did help this family and they really are going to take some of my recommendations to heart. Yeah, I would say in both of my cases, the parents came away happy. Like they came away like as if this was helpful process, useful. Mm -hmm. And that was was gratifying. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so that's psycho ed. Yeah, that's psycho I ed. think. Um, if you have any questions, email us and we'll uh, we'll answer your questions on a separate little podcast. Absolutely, we encourage follow up questions. You should have our emails, so please uh, go ahead and do that. All right, Jessica. All right. Have a city in mind? Do I have a city in mind? Not in mind, but I could think of one. Okay. Well, why don't you take a second to think of one? Okay. Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Okay. All right. So, do you want to guess first, or should I? Uh, I'll guess first. Okay. So it's 12.07 p.m. on a Wednesday. It's May. Yeah. So Phoenix. Phoenix is traditionally a warmer. Yeah, I'm going to go with 88. Whoa. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Can you tell me anything about the weather patterns there recently? Have they had any kind of? Uh, you know, I have not paid attention to the weather. Is like a low pressure front, high pressure front? Anything? I'm not sure. I just know it's a desert. It's a desert. Okay. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say 79 degrees. Okay. I'm going to look it up. Are you ready? I am ready. 90. Got it. Wow. I got myself a win. That was good. Wow. We were both under. I thought, no way are you are you uh, under? I thought you were definitely over. Over? Yeah. I was there in February of last year, and it was 80 degrees. Oh, shoot. In February? <laughs> Why would yeah. anybody live there? That's crazy. It's awful. What a bunch of dummies. Yeah. Mm-hmm.